The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the eighth chapter. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Engraved into the white stone wall in the lobby of the CIA original headquarters building are these words of Jesus. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It has been observed that this, the agency's unofficial motto, determines the ethos for the CIA as much as, if not more than, the memorial wall in the same lobby with 125 stars commemorating those officers who have died while performing their duties. There is, I think, a certain irony in such enthusiasm for the truth from an agency that, at least for some of its activities, relies explicitly on methods involving deception and misinformation. But the more striking irony is the truth that this motto quotes Jesus out of context. That little word, and, which begins, and ye shall know the truth, connects those words inseparably from what comes before. Here's what Jesus said. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. If you abide in my word, if you stay put, if you don't go roaming about looking for truth and freedom in all the wrong places, then you will know the truth and you will be free. It's not surprising that this is the CIA's motto. Truth and freedom are the DNA of the United States. They're the markers of enlightenment, the cherished treasures of a civilization that has left the dark age behind. For historians and many commentators, the Reformation, especially the year 1517, is part of that story of enlightenment, when things started to look brighter for the world, when truth and freedom finally began to get a grip on people. In fact, there was a column in the Wall Street Journal just on Friday by Joseph Lacanti, the same guy who wrote the journal piece that you see on the cover of your service folder. He wrote that piece two years ago. On Friday, he wrote a piece, a column titled, How Martin Luther Advanced Freedom. It's a different take on the Reformation than what he wrote last time. He suggests that Luther offered a theory of individual empowerment a spiritual bill of rights, and a message of freedom 
imitated faithfully by other such reformers as Martin Luther King Jr. Now in this telling of the Reformation, the highlight reel might start with the explosive use of the printing press. Martin Luther has been called the master of the world's first mass media-driven revolution. Just think of what he could have done with Twitter. And that set into motion a bold, sweeping rejection of oppressive institutions and authorities such as the Roman Catholic Church of the Middle Ages. And it opened the door for freedom from backwards and unenlightened ideas and values and traditions. And most especially, it ushered in the triumph of the individual. With free information and free consciences, self-determination became possible. And then, an inalienable human right. The impact of Martin Luther and the Reformation is so widely acknowledged that among many progressive Muslims, the search is now on for a Muslim Luther who can do for the Islamic world what the Reformation did for the Christian world. This take on the Reformation is a great story. And in many ways, it's true. But again, there's a striking irony in that it takes Luther out of context. Although he was adamant that you are completely free, Luther said that you are free for something in particular, to serve God and your neighbor in love. Most of the time, that doesn't seem like freedom to us. To be a servant, to be under authority, to confess that you need to be set free in the first place, none of that fits in our enlightened world, just as it didn't resonate in the ears of the Jews who believed Jesus. And so it's not surprising that the Reformation gets co-opted. A disciple is not greater than his teacher, and if they misuse Jesus, so much more will they misuse his disciple, Martin Luther. Of course, it's nothing to be afraid of or worried about, but instead, it calls for us to simply observe how important it is that you and I believe, teach, and confess what Jesus does. How important it is to understand what Jesus really means when he says that the truth will set you free. And that is why, despite all of our idiosyncrasies, it's really important that you know what it means to be a Lutheran. It's not about culture or ethnicity. Martin Luther happened to be German in the same way that God's people happened to be Jews. Because God does his work through people and everybody has to be from somewhere. It's also not about tastes, whether you prefer organ to guitar and hymns to rock ballads, or you prefer soothing sermons to bombastic preaching, or if you prefer worshiping together over worshiping alone. It's not about your feelings about feeling close to God or feeling welcomed and inspired or feeling encouraged and comforted. Of course, tastefulness is a virtue. And if you leave here with feelings that match your faith, then we have even more to be grateful for. But being a Lutheran is about none of these things. 
It is instead about hearing and believing and loving the eternal gospel. The gospel which is the news that you were a slave to sin and God set you free. It's the story of how the whole world was engulfed in death until God gave the gift of his son, his only son, Jesus. It's the story of how the blood of Jesus paid the price for your freedom and that same blood is now given to you in the Holy Supper as a pledge of that freedom. The gospel is the truth that you were lost and undone by sin and you could not help yourself one bit. And so Jesus did everything for you. Apart from this gospel, and this is a hard thing to hold to in this world, apart from this gospel, no one knows the truth. And that's why Jesus says, abide in my word, stay put, remain with Jesus. It's the only way you are ever going to be free. The CIA doesn't get it quite right, and neither do most historians of Western civilization, but that doesn't change the fact that the Reformation was about the gospel and that Jesus has set you free so that you can love God and love your neighbor. If today we are to thank God for Martin Luther and the Reformation, we can do that in no better way than by again hearing and believing and loving the gospel. By receiving anew all of its gifts, forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation, and by using our freedom to remain with Jesus, to stay put, to abide here with him. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.